Welcome back to the QW Podcast. This is episode nine, and we're going to mix it up today. So I've got Jacob Seppa with me, but we're reversing roles. So he'll he'll kind of play the role of the host and ask some questions, and we'll get going. Yes. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the QW Podcast. Today we have a special guest, longtime friend, brother of the same fraternity, and currently a housemate. Wow. Welcome to the podcast, Quinn Wheatley. It's a heck of an intro. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Of course, of course. I, I hope traffic wasn't too bad. <laughs> All right. So, one of your most recent adventures has been this podcast, you know? And I mean, quite honestly, I don't have a great frame of reference, you know? But at least from an outside point of view, it seems like you have been working hard at this. Is this work, or why is this work important to you? Oh, wow. Um, it's <laughs> Honestly, this is going to sound kind of bad, but it's not. I really just wanted to do a podcast. Um, I just like talking to people. And part of the problem, I think, for people like our age is like it's scary to figure out what you want to do with your life. So by talking to people that have kind of found their own way already, I don't know, hopefully somebody our age will be like, okay, maybe that's what I want to try to do. So, to me, personally, it's not that important. <laughs> so, with it being of that level of importance, where are you hoping it goes? Like, dream, are you, like, dreaming big? Like, this is going to be the thing that makes it out? Or is this just kind of, like, something you look back fondly of? Like, I think, I mean, it would be cool for it to be big. And, like, I'm not opposed to being famous or whatever. But that's not really the goal. I don't know. I just like doing it and then it would be cool if it did. I wouldn't be mad, but I'm not so worried about it. So far, actually, I've been really surprised at how much the quality of the podcast will correlate with the listens because I don't have like fans yet, you know? I mean, there's a few around, you know, like yeah. the indie scene, you know? There's, oh, there's, for sure. There's, there's chatter. I think I probably have like five or ten people that will listen to almost all the podcasts, but like while I'm doing the podcast and then when I listen to the audio, it's like super obvious that the, the higher quality ones actually get more listens. But I don't know why that is because I don't think people are like repeat customers. Yeah, I think it's kind of one of those things because I was going back through some of your older ones. Like that's like a month old at this point. Yeah. But there's definitely a change in quality, you know, and it definitely seems like an increase in quality, both in production value and as a host. Oh, thanks, then, man. Of course, of course. So throughout this whole experience, I mean, you're about to hit double digits, you know, like the big one zero. Like, what is something that surprised you about this entire experience? Like, you weren't expecting it to happen, or, like, what good has come out of it that you weren't anticipating? I don't think I was probably anticipating the willingness of people to be on the podcast. Like, when... Uh, I've Okay, this is going to sound weird, but let me explain this. I've invited, like, a lot of women on the podcast, oh, and for some reason... Cook. Women are really quick to be like, to say no, but then they offer to give me other names of people that will want to be on it. But I haven't had a guy yet where I've invited them and they said no, which is kind of weird because, yeah, I don't know. There's been a couple people that I've invited on, like Ben. I'd only met Ben once before the podcast that I like didn't really know before the podcast. And yeah, for some reason, women don't want to do it. 
So I don't know if that's me, but um, what good has come out of it was that the other part. Yeah. Like, what was something you were, like, surprised? Like, I wouldn't have guessed this would have happened because my adventures with this podcast. Oh. oh, man. I think I maybe have never realized the narrowness of the people that I, like, the narrowness of my network, I guess. Does that make sense? Just kind of like you have, like, a small circle, or... Yeah. I mean, I knew that I had... Like, I, I'm pretty particular of who I'm close friends with, but I always thought that I was somebody that was good at talking to a lot of different kinds of people, and then I started doing the podcast, and I was like, oh, I only have, like, a couple different kinds of friends. So that's kind of been a weird thing, where I'm having to put more effort into finding a bigger variety of people than I expected. So with the, like, whole having to find a guest for every episode, you know, I feel like that would be hard to, like, keep up consistency, you know? Have yeah. you ever thought of, like, a different format of a podcast? Can you bring us a little closer to you? No, yeah. This is your job as the host. I know you can't see the audio, but okay. what, do you, what do you mean? I mean, do you think you want to stick with, like, the one-on-one on guest formats? Oh, yeah. Or would you want to do, like, maybe, like, kind of, like, two, like, a host and a co-host, and then you have the guest every now and then? Or... I think maybe uh, I'd want to do... Like, if you and I just did one consistently, I'd want to do that maybe, like, once a week. But then I'd still want to have a guest on once a week. And I could never have one of those podcasts where it's just me and then I just talk for, like, an hour and a half. Mm -hmm. Because I'm not that good at talking for longer than I need to. But, yeah, does that answer your question? Yeah, it does. Like, with the whole, like, one person talking, like, have you listened to audiobooks at all? Yeah. Like, okay, so... Side tangent, like during the summer when I was working at Home Depot. How's the audio look? So like during Home Depot when I was working on the summer, I'd listen to a lot of like audiobooks. And like every now and then there'd be like a slightly romantic scene, right, between these two characters. Except they had the same person reading both parts. So I could just imagine this guy trying to like seduce himself in a booth and I cannot take it seriously. <laughs> Yeah, well, I have never thought about that. <laughs> That's kind of weird. The only <laughs> the only podcast that I listen to that's just the one person, I listen to Bill Burr sometimes. Oh, okay. And that one's hilarious, but it's a little different with a stand-up comedian because they're used mm -hmm. to just talking for an hour straight. Yeah. So would you say, like, certain stand-up comedians were your biggest inspirations to do the podcast, or is there, like, certain podcasters you're like, this is a neat idea? Definitely Jocko's was cool, because uh, I kind of knew that I wanted to start a podcast, and I had no idea what I wanted to, to do it on. So um, when, you, when you start doing research about how to start a podcast, the number one thing is always make sure you have, like, a specific goal or, like, a specific topic. And I had no answer for that, but uh, Jocko's is all about leadership and stuff, and he has a leadership consulting company, too. But I thought that that was a cool place to start. And I guess I'm... I mean, Rogan inspires, like, all the new podcasters, right? Just, like, his insane interview skills. So I'd be lying if I didn't say that his didn't inspire me, too. But, yeah, definitely Jocko's. Yeah. So I was going through your list of guests you've had here. 
No one has been with like within your immediate family. Are you like strongly against nepotism, or do you hope to have your family on the podcast at some point? <laughs> nepotism is kind of a strong word. Um, I don't want to have family members on it because then I'd be obligated to have family members on it that I don't want on it. Mm. So, yeah. It's kind of the same thing with the guys in the fraternity where I really didn't want to have fraternity brothers on it. Mm. But, like, I, you and I did one because we were friends before the fraternity, so yes. I figured that was okay. And then Adam. He's on exec board. And he has a podcast, so oh, I felt like that one could kind of slide. Good old sports and stuff. Quick shout out yeah, to them. Shout out. That's a, actually probably a much more professional podcast than mine. But well, now we'll know if they listen to your podcast. If they're like, "Hey, thanks for the shout out." I've shouted them out so many times, and I've also called Adam out on some of them. Like the one I did <laughs> with Jared, I was talking about how hard I was trying to get Adam on our podcast, and he or my podcast, and he was not having it. <laughs> so I, I kind of yeah. Okay, so. so I know he doesn't listen to shit because I've called him out a lot of times. Ooh, that's a bit awkward for you, Adam. Hope you made it this far. <laughs> so during this whole thing, like, who has been your biggest supporter of the podcast? Oh, um, well, I knew that Griffin was going to because, um, well, we've had a couple different, like, business ideas kind of that we've gone in on. Like, we, we flipped sports cards and stuff like that. Um, but, and he sent me all the sound panels for the new studio, which was pretty cool. But as far as people I didn't see coming, you, and I don't know. I've been, honestly, I'm really grateful that like my parents and stuff will listen to him and give me feedback. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know that I have consistent fans really. Well, you know, it's, it's spreading, you know? You're almost double digits. Like, yeah. You're, get, you're getting there. I'm actually, you find out really quickly who your friends are when you start something new. Because I have a couple people that I've been friends with for, like, a long time. And they haven't listened to it, or they listen to, like, every few. But it's all good. It's whatever. Just shout out to Chase, not listening to any of them. Ooh, <laughs> yikes. Man, I didn't know this was going to just be, like, calling like, <laughs> I'm making more enemies than friends with the podcast, but it's fine. <laughs> you can't. How many followers does your podcast account have on Instagram? Uh, 48 or 49. You can't get 49 followers without making a few enemies. You know? Right. <laughs> yeah, I've made it to the I'm, I'm big time now. I'm going to start cutting people out that I was friends with along the way that are no longer valuable enough to me. Yeah, I mean, you made it big, you know, like, right, they just yeah. couldn't keep up. I don't like, need them anymore. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, was, like, a podcast, like, is this something you've always wanted to do, or, like, something you had, like, a childhood dream? Like, if we took young Quinn, be like, what do you want to do? He'd be like, I want to make a podcast! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had a, I had a weird southern-western accent. Well, you're from time. Midwest, you know, it, it tracks. <laughs> Um, I think the first time that I wanted to start a podcast was like 2019. I started kind of getting the idea and thinking about it. And then 2020, I recorded one. I think it was 2020. I recorded one and it actually went okay. Um, we were in like this big living room cause I did it at this guy's house that was on the podcast and that was before we had the shed in the backyard, so it's like that's the only place that I had to record it. But um, 
I never did another one. Like, that one went well, and I had fun doing it, and I just never did a second episode. What was so, that one about? Um, it was a guy that we were friends with in our neighborhood, and he was also a baseball fan. So we did it, like, right at the baseball trade deadline and kind of predicted trades and stuff like that. Which, looking back on it, was kind of a dumb idea because two days later, that podcast wouldn't have been a good listen. Oh, kind of like, oh, I don't think I ever thought about that, how, like, sports-related podcasts just kind of, like, fall off after. Yeah, Adam talked about that for a brief minute on the podcast when he came on mine. He was talking about, because um, they do sports one one time a week and then just random stuff another time a week. And he's like, you kind of have to do it that way because the sports ones have a pretty short shelf life. Mm -hmm. So when they do the clips and everything, they don't, like, the clips of sports podcasts don't last long. Yeah. Also, when you're talking about the person you did the po podcast with, you did use past tense that you were friends with them. Mm -hmm. Are you no longer friends with them and we're calling out more people? Or No, I'm not going to call them out. But You're no uh, longer yeah, friends? We're no longer friends <sighs> with them. You, you probably figure out pretty quickly that you can't be friends with me, and my dad's kind of this way too. You can't be friends with us if you can't take... Like a little banter. Oh, yeah. No, the foosball game last night, that got heated. <laughs> <laughs> you were talking as much trash as I was. You were talking bad shit for being down two to eight, bro. <laughs> it wasn't even that. I don't even think I got two. Yeah, I never knew how, like, intricate foosball was. Like, it's always, like, something that was just in my church basement that you just, like, fiddled with. But... Oh, yeah. And see how fast you can spin yeah. it. Yeah. You know, like, it got intense. Yeah, we're pretty competitive, well, but... You know, we'll make it to the top one day. Yeah. So that guy couldn't hang, and we're no longer friends with him. But I'm sure there's times where we took it too far. It wasn't just his fault, but... Mm -hmm. Yep. I couldn't re I couldn't put that podcast back out for a lot of reasons. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you did that in, like, 2019, right? Well, it might have been the COVID year. It might have been 2020. Oh, okay. Because I was about remember. to say, weren't you in Pocatello in 2019? We did it, well, the trade deadline's over the summer. It's like late July. Oh, So okay. either way, it would have been back in Boise. Oh, okay. Would you like to talk about your time in Pocatello, you know? No. No? Okay. You know, <laughs> all the information we'll give is we were driving past Pocatello. <laughs> Quinn saw Pocatello. It went, grrr. <laughs> I was in the back seat and I just growled. And then we stopped at the subway and you went to the bathroom and came back. And I was like, did the bathroom actually work? <laughs> it was locked. Dude. I tried like two times before getting it to work. That was a, not a great subway. I'm surprised that anything good comes out of that town. That was pretty funny. That'll be my call-out. I'll call out the random subway we went to in Pocatello. Yeah. It got the job done. We ate. No one got <laughs> sick. Oh, yeah. So, if not a podcast, what did, like, young Quinn want to do? Wow. I thought that I wanted to be in sales for a while, because I do like talking to people. At what age did you watch Wolf of Wall Street? Oh, not until winter break this past year. Really? Yeah. Where's yeah, my that? friend Kyle came into town. Shout out to Kyle. Also, Kyle, you need to listen to some of the podcasts. Ooh, you might be getting the bad kind of shout out here soon, <laughs> yeah. Kyle. But no, he came out, which is cool because he hasn't been out here since I moved here. And then, yeah, the first night here, he's like, this is what movie we should watch. Because he was talking about, we were talking about Margot Robbie. And I was like, yeah, we should watch that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Just Margot Robbie just casually came up in conversation? I can't remember why it came up. I think he was talking about someone else on the plane was watching a different movie with her. Oh, okay. But, yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, what else did I want to do? Um, anything baseball related would be really cool. Coaching or scouting or something like that. But not playing. I know I'm not good enough to play and make any money. Disappointing, but true. Um, let's see, what kind of other goals do I have? I kind of bounced around a lot. I don't really know. I guess that's probably pretty much it. So was baseball like your childhood obsession, or was there something like full on? Okay. Yeah, full on. Because, I mean, St. Louis is pretty much a baseball town. And then I grew up in a small town just east of St. Louis and on the Illinois side of the river, Mississippi River. I always forget you have to specify because we always just call it the river. But um, that was kind of a baseball high school like Timberline was. Okay, okay. Did you know Timberline was really good at baseball? I I knew we were good at baseball. I knew a few people on the baseball team. I didn't know we had a hockey team, though. Oh, yeah, they were pretty decent. Yeah, I heard that, like, I think after we graduated. So, yeah, we kind of... I mean, playing baseball is just, like, what we did. I never even thought about whether I should or not. That's just summertime rolls around and you go play baseball. Yeah, like the sandlot. Pretty much, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so that was definitely an obsession. Yeah, I played basketball in middle school, and then I started working out and training to play baseball year-round, so I quit playing basketball. Hmm. So an obsession is probably a good word for it, yeah, healthy no, or not. No. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah, no, more power to you. Has that always been an obsession, or was there, like, a point where, like, baseball took a step back? No, I played every single year from first year of T-ball through sophomore year of high school. Really? Did yeah. you play for the Timberline team? No, I, that's when we moved here. It was right after my sophomore oh, year, and then okay. I never, right. never... Well, I played at Idaho State, kind of. That was during covid and so we only practiced. We didn't get to play any games. So it did take two or three years off. Yeah. Oh, okay. But, I mean, I, I had shoulder injuries and stuff that I was just mentally exhausted from trying to come back from. Mm-hmm. So I guess you could say baseball took a step back, but uh, I was still coaching. Yeah. Okay. What has been, like, the most rewarding thing about, like, coaching? The baseball team. Or, like, what has been your favorite team to coach? Oh, wow. I kind of feel bad about that. Oh, we're um, going to shout out a team that is not his brother's team. <laughs> no. No, I just feel bad picking favorites. But okay. actually, Every- I actually was going to say that the, the only team that I've coached that my brother wasn't on. But he was still pretty involved. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this the team that I coached last summer was the first club baseball team that I coached. and You guys went pretty far, right? Didn't you have a tournament up in Washington? Yeah, yeah. We won state, and then, yeah, we went to regionals in Washington. So how could that not be your favorite, right, when you get yeah, to travel course, and everything? But, yeah, I kind of feel Sorry, bad because, yeah, Evan wasn't on that team. But I coached him all the time, even at home and during the off season and everything. So I guess it gets a pass. Does he hope to make it big with baseball, or...? It doesn't really seem like it. He definitely likes baseball, Hmm. and I think he'll kind of be like me, where he's kind of, like, always involved. He umpires a lot. He really likes umpiring, so I think he might do that for, like, as long as he can, maybe, if I had a guess. But uh, he's got a lot of knee problems and stuff, so he's a pitcher only right now. He doesn't hit or play the field. His pop time's bad. He's not a catcher, so he doesn't oh, have one. Oh, okay. I but appreciate if he was the catcher, effort. I try. I try, you know. <laughs> no, pop time is a catcher-only stat. Oh, okay. 
Okay, I got you. So who are, like, some of your, like, baseball idols? And I'm going to pretend I know who you're talking about, but... Just for the listeners? Of course, of course. Um, definitely Yadier Molina. Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> so, he was the he was the Cardinals catcher. I was catcher too, right? And the Cardinals are the St. Louis team. So, he was the Cardinals catcher from 2014 through... Or, 2004 through last year. So, basically, my whole life. And one of the greatest... Probably, I would say the greatest defensive catcher to ever do it. But definitely a top five catcher all time. And got to watch him for basically what's been my whole life. And then Pujols, for sure. I mean, he probably had the best 10-year run of baseball ever, which is pretty cool. And outside of the Cardinals, I really like this pitcher, not around anymore, named R.A. Dickey. Because he always threw this, he threw a knuckleball. Mm. And knuckleball doesn't spin. So usually, like, curveballs, change-ups, you want as much spin as possible. And in knuckleball, you want no spin, and then it just kind of dances around and does whatever on its own. I always thought that was kind of a cool little gimmick. Um, baseball icons. I'd say not at the time, but now, because I wasn't really old enough to appreciate it. Uh, this pitcher that played for the Cardinals named Chris Carpenter, he's just a bulldog. Like, he didn't let stuff bother him. You know, umpires miss calls or defensive players make errors behind you or whatever, but he was just a true warrior. And I don't know. There's been so many great Cardinals. I could talk forever. Uh, Adam Wainwright, just because he's found so many ways to reinvent himself as he gets older. I feel like I'm talking a lot. I'm getting tired of hearing myself talk. You're the guest. That's, that's, <laughs> that's just what it's like, you know? Yeah, so Wainwright, just for like the, and Yachty for the longevity, taking care of yourself and finding ways to hang in with the young guys. I think that's it. Okay. How many of those were Cardinal or are Cardinals players? Pretty much all of them. Okay. Yeah. So. I didn't really start appreciating players on other teams until the last few years, honestly. But. Yeah, we're just diehard Cardinals fans, so it's like... Is that because you just grew up and you had to be? Or do you, like, think they're a good team with, like, good people? And Both. Definitely. Yeah, that's a good question. Growing up, it was definitely just because we were there. But, like, looking back on it, there's such a... It's such a great organization. They have 15 straight winning seasons. Knock on wood. It's not looking good this year. That was drywall. They do have 15 straight winning seasons. And they, they play the game the right way. They don't really ever have players with off-the-field problems, uh, bar Tommy Pham. But that wasn't until he left the Cardinals, I guess. Um, yeah, they play a small ball. They lay down bunts and hit the cutoff, man, which is – I appreciate that. And they don't make a lot of errors. They're just a sound team. They've always been pretty fundamentally sound. Yeah. I wish we had a fact checker so I could ask what a cutoff man is. Okay, so when the ball gets hit to the outfield, okay. and they're throwing it back to the infield, okay. usually there's a guy in the middle that catches the ball so that they can decide where to throw it, because mm. things change while the ball's in the air from the outfielder. How long does it take to like throw a ball from like outfield? Not long. Oh, okay. But, you know, it's more time to get a read at yeah. which base it's supposed to go to, or sometimes the throw's just too long and you need a guy to make a second throw, mm. stuff like that. Hmm. Have you seen anything of the Savannah Bananas? Yes. 
That's pretty cool. They're like the Harlem Globetrotters of baseball. Yeah, yeah, that's a good parallel. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, they're pretty fun. I've only seen them do, like, dances on, like, pitches, but, like, do they do anything else that you think should be, like, implemented in baseball? They've done... Oh, that I think should be implemented? No. No? No? No. You don't want to, like, see a pitcher throwing it back? Like, I think that'd be more fun for the fans. No, and I don't think they should probably catch stuff on fire. I I think think they should. (laughs) Baseball would finally be interesting. (laughs) Baseball? I never... Like, when I played, I was never scared to step in the box. And then I just started this adult league, and we had our first scrimmage, like, a week or two ago. And I was scared to step in the box, dude. Like, the pitcher throwing hard coming at you. The first pitch I've seen in, like, four years was, like, a he had a pretty good fastball. And it came right at my ribs. I had to get out of the way. I was, But I've never realized, like, how dangerous it is to hit. Yeah, like bird ball. Yeah. Although I did see a sweet thing in the Savannah Bananas where the catcher, shoot, what did he do? I think he he did something behind his back. I think he caught, shoot, now I can't remember. I should just stop talking. (laughs) He did some kind of weird, like he caught the ball behind his back to throw it to second. It was something weird. I don't know. I'll have to try to find the video. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Savannah Bananas. Let's hope they get listen here sometime <laughs> too soon. They're worth watching once in a while. Oh, I, yeah. I enjoy the clips. They show up on my feed every now and then. Really? Yeah, I think I've seen them like once or twice, but it's always fun. Hop on the baseball bandwagon. Get oh. off the soccer and start watching some baseball. Hey, if we're talking about bandwagons, I'll start wrapping the Cubs, you know? Oh, my God. <laughs> you had a Cubs shirt on, like, the first day that you were actually staying here. And I hope you know that was fully intentional. <laughs> I was in the living room, and I saw you in your room with the Cubs shirt on, and I was like, oh, just kind of <laughs> little side player. They're doing well, though. The Cubs are off to a good start. So if you have a family, and, like, are you going to enforce, like, the Cardinals onto them or like oh, wow. would you accept your child to support the cubs the cubs no <laughs> no if they're going to if they're going to pick a team that's not the cardinals i want it to be a halfway decent team okay okay i think the cubs have one world series in like the last 106 years something like that yeah but um i'd say the only teams that are off limits are the cubs dodgers and yankees okay why the other two the- just the fans or Kind of. I mean, L.A., that's already one reason to not like the Dodgers, but... Do you not like L.A.? Not so much. That's on the call-out list. <laughs> Who likes L.A.? I haven't been. I don't know. Yeah, well, exactly. Good for you. Yeah, Good for fine. you, Jacob. <laughs> but the Dodgers, uh, they're kind of... They're not in the same division as the Cardinals, which makes it hard to be a rivalry, but the Cardinals and Dodgers don't like each other so much. And the Yankees have way too much money to spend, and they're the only team with more rings than the Cardinals. Oh, okay. So, Cardinals are second place in terms of rings? Yeah. And it's not even close. They have 11, oh. and the Yankees have 27. Oh, that, that's embarrassing. <laughs> that, that's <just laughs> For the, all the other teams, yeah. It's embarrassing, you know? <laughs> second place isn't so bad. I mean, what are you going to do Like once you get past 10 rings? Like, you can't wear them all. It's true. Yeah, well... I don't think one player's gotten more than 10. Oh, okay. It's over 80-something years. Did you see on, like, the first basketball game, they were handing out replica championship rings? Really? For the student section. Hell yeah. We used to have the 
I guess we still do. The replica Cardinals championship rings from, I think, 85, 06, and 11. Why don't you wear those more often? <laughs> that would be awesome to that wear them. Be, dude. More often, I don't ever wear them. Yeah, that'd be a statement piece, you know. It would. That like, would definitely get some attention. It'd be a good conversation piece for females. Exactly. Just not on the podcast because they don't show up for those, apparently. Damn. Cold. Cold. <laughs> hey, I've got some things in the works. Okay. Okay. Let them cook. Let them cook. <laughs> I'm not going to... I don't really like spoiling like the next guest or whatever. Exactly. Except but, he announces who today's guest was like at the start of every podcast, you know. He's been foreshadowing it with... This is the QW podcast. Oh, yeah, I knew this was coming the whole time. No, shout out to Jacob, because this was his idea. This was a pretty cool idea. Oh, thank you, thank you. I hope I've been doing well. I don't know how we're doing on time. Like We're killing it. It doesn't matter. Okay. We got all night. That's true. I don't know. Got nowhere to be. <laughs> Might be running out of questions, though. I am, I am kind of impressed, because you came in with, like, this... The piece of paper was not that filled out, and you've had a ton of questions. Well, it was a hard thing to balance because, like, obviously I could have, like, a whole, like, set of questions, you know. Mm -hmm. But it's more of, like, general ideas I'd like to ask you about, you know. Oh, okay. And, like, kind of let the conversation flow. Yeah. Because if you had a set of questions just, like, pre-planned out, I feel like it would steer less away from a conversation. Like, yeah. I wouldn't be listening. I'd just be waiting to talk. No, you're 100% right. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's definitely what I found, too. Like the Usually I come in with kind of a set of questions, and I try not to send them to the guest beforehand if I can help it. But if it's one where they need to, like, prepare, like I had um, Josh Notabam on, and he's the principal superintendent at a, at a charter school. And so I, I definitely had some questions for him that he needed to prepare for. But it is, you're right, it is more natural just to, to wing it, and I like doing that too. So the one that I just did with Ben, I had kind of a list of questions, and then I got to, like, we started doing the podcast, and I was like, these are the most baseline, simple-ass questions I possibly could have thought of, and I just said, screw it. <laughs> Obviously, there's some boring questions you have to ask, like, how long have you been doing comedy? Why did you start? Yeah. Because, yeah, easy questions definitely get people more relaxed and more open to talk about the deeper ones. You can't just jump right in. Yeah, and then you'll, like, pick up little things by, like, how they answer the easy questions, being like, oh, there's something more there. Like, yeah, there's someone to call out. <laughs> Some dirt to dig up. Oh, absolutely. But you're right. Yeah, it is really hard to... Um, like, I always hit this wall, like, right at an hour where I... I just can't go any longer because it's so hard to listen to somebody and try to formulate your next question and then be able to like jump back and add on to what they've already said. It's pretty difficult. So like how's doing this podcast, like have you noticed, like are you a better conversationalist because of it or are the skills not as transferable into your day to day? That's a good question. I don't think I've been doing it long enough to know. Definitely. I'm, I feel like I'm getting better at the, podcasts like i'm getting better at interviewing i think hopefully i mean you're currently getting interviewed now which i feel like is a step in the wrong direction but <laughs> maybe i should take some notes from you i feel like you've been doing pretty good oh, thank you. you're right thank yeah you. you're definitely right and it's way easier to make transitions if you're not just waiting loaded up with the next question yeah because like i noticed that in like the first couple podcasts i did it felt choppy like i didn't even listen to the first two or three 
but I could tell doing it like this is not smooth. And yeah. then when I when I ditched like the not a script but just a list of questions to try to get through, I feel like some of that went away. Yeah, because I think you did that for mine because you sent me a list of questions beforehand, but yeah. I don't think you asked like half of them. Yeah, I do that a lot where I come in with like an idea of what I want to talk about, and then it's like, dang, this is garbage. So when you came on here, is there anything you wanted to talk about? No, there's definitely some things I'm hoping you won't bring up. But I wouldn't say there's anything that I wanted to get out. Wait, like what? I'm not going to tell you. I just told you I don't want them to be brought up. Why would I bring it up? But it's more exciting for the viewers. <laughs> I'm trying to think what it is. <laughs> I think it's it's funny to do some suspense, too. I'm sure it'll come out. Like, if I keep doing the podcast, I'm bound to say something oh, that I don't want to say. Don't worry, just keep listening. Keep your ears yeah. tuned. Especially after July, when I turn 21, there's definitely going to be some, some beans spilled, some things that I don't know. Oh, are you going to do a podcast episode on your 21st? Oh, that's a good idea. And we just... Cool. A little special. Just get hammered with one or two friends. Yeah. Exactly. That'd be pretty cool. No, everyone's sober and just interviewing you. And I'm super drunk? Yeah. Yeah, that seems like a good recipe for success. Well, you need the host to be sober and attentive, you know? You can't have just two <laughs> drunk people talk on a podcast, you know? Though. You just asked me about Rogan's, dude. He gets trashed on some of his. Does he actually? Oh, yeah. Like, really? his, when he does them with um, Alex Jones, they always get destroyed. And then when he, he did one with Snoop and one with Wiz Khalifa, mm. and they just get crossed out of their minds. I saw the one of Elon smoking. Was that Joe Rogan? That yeah, that, that was on Rogan. And then, yeah, Elon got a lot of a lot of hate for that, even though he made it so obvious that he doesn't smoke because he was so awkward about it. But, yeah, he got a lot of hate for that. Yeah. See, there's stuff like that, but... It just comes out if you do enough podcasts. There's I think it's if you do enough drugs, but yeah. <laughs> Spoken like someone that doesn't smoke. What can I say? <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> what else you got? Um, What's your thoughts on sports movies? Like your girl baseball, like... Just in general? Like yeah. if I like them or not? Yeah, like... If you come home, do you want to watch a sports movie? Or is that just like, I've been dealing with sports, you know, like trading oh. baseball cards, you know, watching the sixth game of the week, which I think is too many <laughs> in a week. Like, if it was a real sport, they'd need rest. <laughs> um, I like sports movies. There's definitely... I'm kind of boring when it comes to movies. I like to watch the same movies over and over. I'm not very good at trying new ones. Um... Field of Dreams is just a classic. I love is that, that the movie. one with Tom Cruise? No. Um, shoot, what's the guy's name? C. Starts with a C. Tom Cruise. <laughs> yep, that's the one. That's um, what we should name the cat. <laughs> we had a cat just dive into our crawl space <laughs> earlier today. Our, our landlord told me, like probably almost a month ago that she was going to get a cover for that because they had to air it out. They had a water leak down there and they had to air it out. So she took it off and she's like, don't worry, I'll get you a new one. He's calling off the landlord now. <laughs> Everyone's catching strays. No, one, no one's safe tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's catching strays. But yeah, I like sports movies. Remember the Titans was really good. Is that the football one with like the kids and like the dad's kid is like a lawyer and then he's, like, in the pen zone. 
I don't know about all that. Okay. It is a football movie. With kids, right? I think they're in high school. And then yeah. it's um, like the high schools are segregated before the movie starts. And then the movie's like them coming together. And then um, it's kind of the journey that the white and black players go on to eventually get along. Okay, that's cool. Definitely not the movie I'm thinking of. Okay. Like, they were just, like, the stereotypical sports movie underdog. Oh. Those do get a little repetitive. That's why I don't like sports movies. They're just, like, all underdogs. I think you've just watched the wrong ones. Okay, so which one should I watch? Um, Moneyball was pretty solid. That's the one with Brad Pitt, right? Yeah. That's a good one. I'm trying to think of some that are, like, they're sports movies, but they're kind of about more than sports. Um... Have you seen Hoosiers? Mm-hmm. That was a good one, too. That's a basketball movie. Like um, Air Bud? <laughs> sure. Air Bud. <laughs> and, uh, what's the one where the kid steals Kevin Durant's powers? That one was so bad, no too. No idea. I watched that with a girl, I think, in middle school. That movie was so bad, too. That's a sports movie? Or just the? I mean, I guess. It's kind of a... I don't know. It feels like like a kid's show. Like a Disney Channel movie? Yeah. What's your favorite Disney Channel original movie? I have no idea, dude. I couldn't even name three of them. Team Beach Movie, Team Beach Movie 2, Descendants. Eesh. Descendants 2, Descendants 3. There's like a snowboarding one. It's like you're speaking a different language, not in these even ring a bell. Well, we have to accommodate to all audiences, you know? You have the sports people, I'm the people with, like, Disney Channel original movie knowledge. Mm. Yeah, well, you're the host, whatever you say. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, baby, I can gaslight people now. (laughs) You heard it here first, folks. (laughs) I keep telling you, you should start a podcast. I don't need to. I just commandeer yours. <laughs> Jacob's just like, I thought of who your next guest should be. You should let me do it. And you're the <laughs> guest. I was like, okay, so you want a podcast. But I think I told you, maybe it was on one of the podcasts that you and I recorded that we didn't end up using, but I told you you should start one. So if I were to, like, you've had like a few months of experience, like what advice would you give to me? Starting out, um, I'd say if you're if you record one and you're not happy with it, don't put it out. Okay. Because I definitely have like one or two that I screwed up. That it's like if someone were to go check out the Spotify or whatever, if someone were to go check out the page, and it was like if that was the first one they listened to, then they would never come back. Mm-hmm. It was kind of the problem. But, I don't know, it's also cool to see the growth. So, I wouldn't say, like, delete it. If you record one and you don't like it, I wouldn't say delete it, but maybe don't put it out for everyone to listen to, because uh, of stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, just be patient. Yeah. Quality over quantity kind of thing. Because, yeah, I was really paranoid about, because I read a lot about how important it is to have, like, a consistent schedule of releases, and that's kind of what I was worried about at the beginning, but... um. I think it also probably would have been smart to have, like, two or three recorded that I liked before I released any of them, mm-hmm. so that I had, like, a little grace period before I had to find a third or fourth uh, guest. Yeah. Like a little buffer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just because, yeah, I, I screwed up a couple at the beginning. 
I mean, making the mistakes is kind of part of it, right? Mm. So I don't, I don't hate that they're out there, but it's like there's. I have some out that I'm really proud of that I would want people to listen to over those. Yeah. So if you had to re-interview one guest that you already have, which one would you want? Josh, to for sure. Josh, that was quick. Oh yeah, we butchered that one so bad. I was so excited to have him on, and I did. I did such a bad job. Like, straight up. And um, that was the last one that I did in the shed. Yeah, I was about to say that one was fairly recent. Yeah, that was right before Ben. So, um, yeah, the acoustics were bad in there. And he's kind of a soft-spoken person. And, yeah, the audio just turned out bad. And I really... That was definitely a challenging one, and I knew that it was going to be hard going into it because it's a topic that I don't really know a lot about. And I just, I didn't really have anything to add on to what he was saying, so that was not good. And yeah, I just, I would love to redo that one because I think he has a lot to say that people need to hear, and I didn't get it out of him. Yeah. What topics would you bring up if you interviewed him again? Wow. Uh, I'd have to think about it. Yeah, as much as I like to say I don't really prepare for the podcast because I think it's better just to have the conversation naturally. Um, I do like a little bit of research, so I at least know like what to talk about, what questions I should be thinking about. So, yeah, I don't know. That's tough. I think I'd want to get more into like the mental health for students aspect. We talked about it for, like, a few minutes towards the end, but not enough. I think that would have been a good place to start. Hmm. So, sorry, Josh. <laughs> I screwed up our podcast. Please come back, Josh. We'd love to have you. <laughs> yeah, hopefully it would come out better now that we have better acoustics, but I also probably need a better mic, because sometimes he would... Not that it was his fault, because if you've never done stuff with microphones, you just don't know... But I think he would get, like, too far from it and kind of trail off. And, like, it straight up didn't even pick up his audio. Like, there wasn't even anything for me to try to edit. But that could have been me, too. It could have been chords going in and out or whatever. Yeah. I like one of the things that I was surprised from. Not from this, but just in general. Microphones are heavy. Yeah, they are. Like, I did a volunteer thing. Like, I was an announcer for, like, this robotics competition. They gave me a microphone. I'm like... This is heavy. Yeah. Oh, so much fun. <laughs> I love it. And then the same week, Quinn put me on a podcast, and my ego's been, like, riding that high ever since. <laughs> Jacob was so hyped to do the podcast. Oh, you yeah. really need to do one. <laughs> you should. Even if it's just one where, like, you and I do something once a week. Hmm. Or once every other week or whatever. But what I don't I? know what my, like, central focus would be. You know? Just you'll figure it out. You just think about it for. You just a few said days. the one piece of advice is have like a set idea of what you want it to be about. Yeah, I'm just saying think about it before you do one, but yeah, you figure fun. it out. It kind of took me a minute too, where it's like, yeah, but de yeah, definitely having a few that you're happy with before you release any. Because I had a couple at the beginning where they didn't fit the script or the whatever. What do you say? Didn't fit the bill. Yeah. Is that it? What about you? Have you listened to a podcast of mine and you're like, oh, you should redo that one or you should have asked these questions and you didn't? Um, I haven't listened to a few of your older ones just with audio quality yeah. and everything. I've been like trying to keep up on them, you know? Like, I started the one with Ben and Adam 
but I'm not sure, you know, because I think you do do a pretty good job. Like, I think it's happened a few times. Like, I'd be sitting there, it's like, oh, I wonder this, and then you ask it, and I'm like, that's cool. He doesn't even need, like, a little hotline for callers to call it <laughs> questions. I, I definitely want to do that coming up. and Like a radio show? No, no, like, after maybe, hopefully, like, immediately following maybe 10 or 11, I'll be able to put on the post, you know how I do, like, the, this episode's coming out tomorrow post. I'd like to be able to do, um, like, comment below what questions you'd want to see asked. Yeah. I just don't have enough followers for that. Yeah. It would be you and Griffin and Ella commenting, mm -hmm. and that's it. Yeah, and my only comment would be, like, when can I be on the show again? <laughs> when can you have me back? That's what I'm saying, dude. You know, I should just do one, like, once a week or once every other week. There's just going to be a small cult following of people who I'm just their favorite guest, you know? They're going to listen Probably. to this episode be like, Quinn Wheatley's on the podcast? Okay. <laughs> and then I show up, and they're like, oh my gosh, how does the best day... Jacob's the first person to ever host the hosts on a podcast. Exactly. Have you seen it done before? No. I've not. Exactly. You know, gotta let the people know what you're about. <laughs> Jacob's cooking. I'm cooking. Let no, you're cook. right. No, let when me you, cook. When you, <laughs> when you said that you wanted to do it this way, I was like, that's a good idea. Because Griffin has said before, too, he's like, I wish you talked more. I wish you told more stories or whatever. So here we are. Here you go, Griffin. What is like. Throughout your entire life, what is, like, one of your favorite stories to tell? Like, you just think it's a fun story. You love just, like, telling it. Like, every oh, chance you get, you go for okay. it. Shout out to my older brother. So, um, my older brother and I are pretty much complete opposites. Like, as, as distant as brothers can get. Like, we get along, but we're just not the same. How far apart are you, age-wise? Six years. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a pretty... Think, that's a Solid gap. Yeah. So my, yeah, I'm just, I think I'm six years younger than my older brother and five years older than my younger brother. And, okay, so he's not a physical specimen. <laughs> and then when he came to Boise <laughs> for the first time, we did this. We, we went up to Bogus to hike around, right? And when he's coming back down, his leg <laughs> just started, like, straight spazzing out and... So we're coming down, right? And he's like halfway up. Uh, have you gone up to Bogus? Uh, yeah, I've driven it once. Okay, so you know the like the main the face of that hill yeah. is like the main yeah. run or whatever. So we're hiking down that with. I mean, it's like July or whatever, so there's no snow, and we're kind of close to the bottom, and he's like halfway, right? And we look up, his legs just spazzing out, and oh my god, I almost peed myself laughing. <laughs> so, he would, he would do the little leg spaz for a minute, and then he'd come down like another 10 or 15 feet, and then have to stop while his leg did it again. And oh man, my mom and brother were at the bottom, they just watched us do it, and they're like concerned that something's wrong with him. And my dad and I are just crying laughing. That was definitely the funniest thing I've ever seen. Is that what made you want to be a kinesiology major? Being like, <laughs> I could see this as a living? And that'd be hilarious? He's the he's the dream customer, because he's, he's comp sci. Oh. So he's going to make good money, and he's going to need someone to, to help him not be in pain when he's old. Mm -hmm. So he's my dream customer. <laughs> <laughs> but, There's man, the nepotism. The, the leg spaz was just awesome. That was my favorite event ever. <laughs> Poor guy. So you seem pretty close with Evan. 
Yeah. But there's only a one year difference between you and your brother and then you and your other brother. Because it's six years with your older, five years with your younger. But they're 11 years. Yeah, but like between your two brothers, it seems like it's a lot. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like, like does that one year really make that much of a difference, or is it just more of him being the younger brother? Um, I think it's, I mean, it's probably just interest. Like, my older brother and I are just not interested in the same things, and just the fact that Evan plays baseball and enjoys baseball makes a big difference. Um, Ethan just didn't get along with our family, really. So he's... Not that this is the cause of it or anything, but he's uh, half... So he has a different dad. His dad passed when I was super young. Like, I guess I was born, but I think Ethan was like six or something. But, um... I don't know. So we're just like just different from the from the get go, right? And Evan and I are just a lot more similar. I think that's most of it. And then Ethan, he dropped out of high school and got his GED and started college early. And um, he just is always like he's. I was always like kind of hanging out with the family when we're all home, and Ethan was in his room playing video games or doing homework or whatever, and. Yeah, we're just different, so. Yeah. Brothers named Ethan, like, they're something else, man. <laughs> You're, uh, maybe I should correct myself, because I think I'm probably more different than your brother, Ethan, than I am to anybody <laughs> I've ever met. <laughs> Wait, sorry, I, I did not follow that up. Ethan, your brother, Ethan, yeah. and me are, like, more opposite than... He plays baseball. He played. Does he? He played for, like, a season. Okay. Yeah. Shout See, out I'm, to I'm not about that quitting yeah. life. <laughs> Shout out to my Ethan if he actually listened to this, you know. You think he will? I think so. He was excited to learn about the podcast, you know. Like, he followed it. He, he'll follow her on, on Spotify because of it. Now. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, no. Cool. He, thanks, Ethan. Yeah, no. Shout out to Ethan. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah. Appreciate it. But, yeah, he did baseball for, I think it was a season. That was one of the funniest things. I have videos of it. Like, he's just dancing on the base. You know, he has, like, a little jog. He was he's the picking dandelions kid. But, <laughs> yeah, one. He seems pretty cool. I should I should get to know him better. I yeah. guess I probably will now that you and I live together. <laughs> yeah, no, he's definitely cool, you know. He's seventh grade. Okay. So, seven years younger than me. A lot of people hate on that age group. But I kind of like them. Like, that's that's definitely been my favorite age to coach is the 7th and 8th graders. Yeah. I think, like, young elementary, they're a bit unsufferable. Yeah. Like, oh, my gosh. Middle um, school, though, they get so mean to each other, and I'm all for it. I love the banter. <laughs> I love the little battles. You just... Do you ever have fistfights on your baseball team? No. Oh, okay. No. That would have been exciting. <laughs> I'm not that cool. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like... It's all good after ninth grade, you know. But yeah, so yeah, people start to get comfortable with themselves after ninth grade. So I mean, he's shout out to him. He's like incredibly comfortable with himself, you know. Like he's his own little dude, and he sticks to his guns. That's cool. Even if he's dead wrong in an argument, <laughs> like oh my gosh, he is incredibly stubborn. Which one of your parents does that come from? My dad. Really? Actually, no. Both of my parents are stubborn. Like they talk about how 
Um, they combined my dad's stubbornness and my mom's stubbornness, and they got their nuclear stubborn child, <laughs> which is Eva's. He's just doubled. Oh, yeah. Him and my dad just get in so many arguments. <laughs> my mom's been over it for years, but, you know, going back every now and then, it's, it's enjoyable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I should get to know him a little better. Do you think you're stubborn? Is that something I should look out for? I don't think I'm stubborn. I don't think you are either. You know, like, I could be completely wrong, delusional, whatever. I don't think I'm much of a middle child. Like, when you think stereotypical uh, middle child, I don't think people picture me. Yeah, that's true. Mm. I always I always forget that you have an older sibling, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Middle children, you know. So, I don't think I'm stubborn. I'm pretty easygoing, more so than my mom would like. Like Your hair right now is giving me strong Theo Vaughn vibes. I don't know if that's a good thing. <laughs> it looks like it looks like you got like a mullet going. I don't know if that's a good thing. I might have to shave it off next episode. <laughs> I I think you should rock it. it looks good. <laughs> well, I don't know if I've ever seen a clip of Theo Vaughn and been like, man, that guy has great hair, you know? Really? I love his hair. Okay, I'll have to... He cut it short, though. Yeah, We need a fact checker. Be like, show me a picture of Theo Vaughn's hair. That's not as cool anymore. I think the mullet made him funny, straight up. Because <laughs> when, he's, when he's got short hair and he says stuff, I'm like, wow, that's kind of mean. But when he had the mullet, I thought it was hilarious. So, <laughs> <laughs> so keep it, Jacob. Okay. Keep the mullet. Go for the mullet to be fun. The amount of people in my life who have told me I should get a mullet is statistically more than I thought I would. Well, maybe you should do it. They can't all be wrong. Maybe. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. It's a lot against one. The mullet shaker. <laughs> you should get a mullet as well. I'm not, I'm not having you back on the podcast till you have one. <laughs> I could say the same thing to you. <laughs> this is my podcast. Now. I'm in the host chair. No, you're not. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good timing because I'm running out of questions. You Are know? you? I think we covered a good bit, you know, went from podcasting to baseball to like your life story, you know, called yeah. out a good amount of people, like yeah. fake friends, Adam Bridges, um, the landlord. Oh, I called out the subway in Pocatello. Oh, yeah. That was weird. Yeah, if you guys are travelers, don't go through Pocatello. Okay, so if you're out of questions... I guess I am, you know? Okay. Well, Still you're... getting used to this whole host thing. Well, practice makes perfect. That's... I'm uh, eight deep, and I still definitely catch myself making stupid mistakes. So. Oh, this was the ninth one. Or I guess you didn't host. Yeah, so yeah, eight deep. Right. So part of the host is uh, you got to practice closing it out. How do you want to? Oh, okay. How do you want to close out the podcast? All right. Well, thank you to all you lovely viewers for tuning in to another episode of the QW podcast. Be sure to have yourself a damn good one, and thank you, you again. Sound really seductive for this thing. That's <laughs> you got to really like hook, line, and sinker, baby. <laughs> I'm like a late night radio host. <laughs>